This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Well, welcome back to episode six of the How She Did That podcast. My name is Tasha Booth. I am your host and owner of The Launch Guild, which is an online business management and virtual support agency specifically for coaches and course creators. Today, we are going to dive in and talk all about Slack. So if you don't know what Slack is, then be prepared to have your mind blown and be prepared to become my best friend because this is going to be exciting. And if you do know what Slack is, then still be prepared to have your mind blown and maybe want me as your best friend because I'm going to give you some tips and maybe some ways that we use Slack as a team that maybe you're not using yet. So I'm excited for this. So let's start with what is Slack? Well, simply put, it's a messaging system that is a communication hub for your team. So if you're in your 30s like me, I'm 37, going to turn 38 in March. If you're in your 30s, then you may remember AOL Instant Messenger, right? Spent all of my college years on AOL Instant Messenger. So think of Slack as just like that, as a chat room, but it's like that on speed. (laughs) So basically what I mean by that is it's a chat room for your whole team. It's designed to replace email as your primary method of communication. And it integrates with so many things, which we're going to get to in a little bit, that you can do file sharing and all of those things. So that's exactly what Slack is. Super simple to understand. Now, how does it work? Well, For each of our clients, we have a different workspace. So when a client comes to us, if they don't have Slack, then we ask them to create their own workspace and then invite their team if they have outside team or us if we're their primary team, whoever needs to be on the project. If they already have a workspace, then they just go about inviting us. We also have a workspace that's for our team internally. So all team communication about either internal team things or client things that involve, you know, people that aren't on the primary team, so may not be in the client's workspace. So within a workspace, you can create different channels. You can create both public channels and private channels. So for example, a public channel might be team chat, right? That may be somewhere where the whole team can come together. A private channel may be something like marketing or financial or something like that, where you don't necessarily want the whole team involved and want the whole team to see the conversations. You just need certain people in it because only certain people are involved. So for example, in my business, we have a marketing channel. We have those on several of my teams. We have team chat. We have to be assigned. And actually, when I was away on vacation recently, I created a Tasha SOS channel within my team. And I told my team I'm going to try not to check Slack or email all of that often, 
But if I saw that that channel had something in it, I knew that it was super duper important and needed my eyes on it kind of right away. So all different channels you can create both private channels and public channels within each of the workspaces. Then you can also do individual messages, so direct messages to individual people within that workspace. So if I wanted to talk to a specific person or if I wanted to talk just to my client directly, I could also do that. Or I could include you know, a couple people if it was just something quick that didn't necessarily fit into a channel but I needed to communicate with them. So some of the pros, and there's a lot more pros to Slack than cons. The pros of Slack is that it's free. It's a totally free um, platform and workspace. They do have a paid platform for it too. So they have a paid option, but we haven't seen the need to use the, the paid option. Um, I don't have any clients that I, um, that I think can think of that use the paid option. So for the most part, you can use it for free. It creates this hub of communication for team and clients. So if you're anything like me, when I first started, before I knew that Slack even existed, I would be getting emails all of the time from clients, right? Emails all, all the time for like little back and forth things especially, and it's cut down on that so much. And I know that you've probably been in this similar situation where a client says like a one word or one line email, and it's important, but you can't get it to it right now. And then when you wanna go back to it, you have to like search all your email to figure out like where it was, what they said, what they need, all of those things. So you don't have to worry about losing emails anymore. Slack is also searchable. So if you have a conversation, where you're, let's say we're talking about within my team, something related to podcasts. I can search the keyword podcast and it brings up all of the conversations that had that keyword in it, or even a keyword phrase also. I think this is the biggest pro of all. So Slack integrates with a ton of things, including Google Drive, Dropbox, Zoom, Acuity, Teamwork, Trello, Asana, all of those things and it features over 1,000 integrations. So if you're using it, it probably integrates some way with it. So once again, there's that hub that it can create. Now, another thing that I really love about Slack is that I can put it on do not disturb at any time. So I can set different sat statuses. So let's say the one of the gyms that I go to is Orange Theory. So if I don't wanna be disturbed while I'm going to Orange Theory, I can set it to do not disturb for an hour or two hours. I can also set my status of like what I'm doing. So like in a conference call, be back at 3 p.m. or something. So my team knows when to expect me to respond to them on certain things or my clients know or something like that. I can also set general do not disturbs so that my Slack messages aren't going off at three in the morning because I have some clients that you know are on the East Coast, so it's six in the morning there or whatever the case. And the other thing that I like is that it has a desktop app as well. So you don't have to necessarily have your um, all these crazy tabs open for it. You can also do the desktop app um, and just download that and have it up or closed whenever you need to. So like I said, there's a lot more pros than cons about Slack. One of the primary cons, and this isn't really even a con actually, guys. So one of the things that I see people, the mistakes that I see people making with Slack is thinking that it can be a primary project management tool. So Slack is 
about communication and integration with your project management. It's not about being a standalone project management tool. If you try to use it in that way, you'll get very confused and overwhelmed very quickly because, and this leads me into my second con, it can get messy and overwhelming. So it can get messy and overwhelming in two different ways. First of all, because you have to search through things, if a client asks you to do something and you wanna turn it into, let's say, a task in Asana, and you can't get to that right away, and you're you you know you're going back and forth in messages, you do still have to search for it. Um, so that's one of the ways that it can get messy. And also, if you create too many channels, and then you have to figure out, okay, was that, which channel was that? You know, was that marketing, or was that to be assigned? Like, you have to find it that way. So that, those are probably the only two primary cons in that. So now I want to talk to you about the three ways that my team uses Slack and that I use it the most. Number one is the integration with teamwork. So I use this a lot with client communications where I'm acting as the OBM for you know our team or for the client. So let's say the client says, hey, these three things need to be done. I have an integration with teamwork where I can take that comment from the client and then turn it into a task in teamwork. So when I turn that comment into a task in teamwork, there's a dropdown that lets me decide which project to put it in, which to-do list to put it in, all of those things, who to assign it to. It lets me do all of that. So it makes it really easy to turn a comment into a new task. The second integration that we use a lot is Drift. And so Drift is one of those things you may not even know that you know what it is, but if you've ever been on, usually they're on sales pages or front pages, um, home pages of websites, it's that little box that is, that is a pop-up that says like, hi, do you have any questions for us today? And so we use this a lot with some of our clients so that they have Drift on their homepage or when they're launching or something, they use Drift. Now, before we use Slack, those messages used to go to their inbox. And so we'd have to make sure, especially during a launch, that we were monitoring their inbox, you know, four or five, six times a day, depending on how quickly they were getting email questions about their launch. So we'd have to, or they'd ask the question, on Drift, then Drift would send it to our to the client's inbox, and then from there we'd have to go into the inbox and answer it. With the Drift integration, it goes directly to a channel in Slack, so we can see that comment or question right away, and then answer that potential client's question right from there too. So that's a really cool thing that once again, it keeps us in one workspace instead of having to go to multiple places. Now, the last thing that you need to know about Slack is that it has so many different shortcuts for things that, first of all, I'm gonna warn you, if you try to learn all the shortcuts, it's not gonna work because you're probably gonna get overwhelmed. So don't try learning all of the shortcuts, but here's one that we're using a lot right now, and that's reminders. So within our team, let me tell you what it can do first and let me tell you how we're using it. So with our team, what it can do is we can set reminders for anything. So we can set them for team meetings, we can set them for birthdays, we can set them if we wanna be reminded to check something, any of those things can be used with reminders. The way we're using it for our team is 
a couple ways. So the first way is that on we have our meetings on Tuesday mornings. So on Monday, one day, one day before our team meeting, it reminds us about the team meeting tomorrow. So it says, hey, team meeting coming up tomorrow. Then 10 minutes before our team meeting on Tuesday, it sends us another reminder that bings to everybody that says team meeting coming up in 10 minutes. So those those meeting reminders have been gold. It's been really helpful because what we used to have is reminders in teamwork. But once again, if we're all on Slack, going back and forth with things, it's one place instead of having to go off and remember to get a notification or see a notification someplace else. The other thing that we're trying to do with my team is just to celebrate all of those awesome occasions like birthdays and client anniversaries and client launches, anything that is celebratable. I don't know if that's an actual word, but anything that's celebratable, we want to celebrate with our team and with our clients. So my admin right hand in chief, as I call her, Jayla Ray, she and I created a channel specifically for all of these reminders. And Jayla Ray has been going through and creating reminders that are, let's say there's a birthday coming up. So the week before the person's birthday, it reminds me and Jayla Ray that the, that the person's birthday is coming up. What that allows us to do is remember to send them something or to schedule something to be sent. And then the day before it reminds them, hey, their birthday's tomorrow. And then the day of it reminds them, hey, their birthday's today. So that we remember to go into Slack and just say happy birthday and make sure that whatever we sent them actually got sent and delivered on time and all of those things. So we've been going in doing that for each of our team members as well as, as, well as our clients. And it's so nice to once again, not have to worry about you know, reminding, remembering to look at a separate spreadsheet for birthdays or any of those other things. It's already in a place where we are using it. So teamwork, drift, and reminders. If you use Asana or Trello, works great and works very similarly to the way that I was talking about teamwork integrating with Slack. The other thing that I'm trying right now, and I will put this in the show notes because I don't exactly remember the name of the actual integrated app, but I sometimes hate typing. <laughs> so my team, most of my team has Voxer now so that if it's a longer thing or we're going back and forth, we can just Voxer each other. But there actually is a voice message integration with Slack. So I'm trying that out now. I'll let you guys know how I'm feeling about it and I'll make sure to um, note that in the show notes on here. Now I've got just a couple more tips for using Slack before we go. Number one tip, once again, is don't create too many channels. They will get overwhelming and confusing and you won't know where things are or what's going on with them. So create the channels that feel like you're going to use them the most, but don't create channels just because. For example, when I first set up all of our team channels, I also set up individual channels to talk about spe like for specific clients. And this was just in our, um, in our, workspace. So this wasn't anything that the client would see. This would be like if, if my team members had a question 
or we're working on something specific for a client. I found that we're not really using those, so those are gonna get deleted. A lot of times when a team member has a question about a client, they'll just DM me or you know DM the group that has to do with that client. They won't go to that channel, and that's okay, but um, just make sure that you're not over-creating channels. Also with that, make sure that within your team and also with your clients, you are creating best practices in communication. And what I mean by that is if you decide that you're going to use Slack as your primary tool of communication, then make sure that you are actually doing that, right? So make sure that your clients aren't still emailing you a bunch of things because then you're just gonna have, once again, two different places to find them. Make sure you're always trying to bring your client and your team back to Slack as your primary communication. Don't try to use all of the things as well. And the last one is focus on two to three integrations and shortcuts that you use the most instead of trying to learn everything. So when you go over to the show notes and you see the links mentioned, I'm going to put a link to the Slack integrations. I'm also gonna put a link in there that walks you through how to set reminders, but you can easily get overwhelmed by all of the integrations and have shiny object syndrome. And I'm just gonna tell you that if you get all of those integrations, you're probably not gonna use half of them. And if you try to remember all of the shortcuts, you're probably not gonna remember any of them. So figure out what you actually use and use those things that you actually are going to use now. And then you can, of course, build on that, but start small. <laughs> so make sure also, um, last thing is I am going to create a video that walks you through my team workspace and shows you how we have it set up and how these integrations actually work. Um, I'm also going to show you how to use that reminder shortcut so that you can start doing this right away. I'm telling you, if you're not using Slack, it's going to be a game changer for you. And hopefully, if you already are using Slack, you heard something that you didn't know before in this. That's it for now. Have a fantabulous day. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to thelaunchguild.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You've got this.